A house is made of wood and stone, but only love can make a home. Welcome to the Repco Light Home Improvement Show, helping you make your home into one you'll love even more. Here are your hosts, Dan Hansen and Betsy Thompson. Well, good morning, everybody. Good morning, Betsy. Happy Saturday after Thanksgiving. Happy Small Business Saturday. Yeah, happy Small Business Saturday. All kinds of things going on. Yeah. Did you have big fun on Thanksgiving? Yeah, it's always big fun. Crazy, hectic fun, but yes, big fun. All right. Well, before we get to any of that, I want to talk about uh, a Thanksgiving experience that I think was one of my favorite memories. Okay. But I want to make sure I get it right. So I am actually going to, you know how some shows take calls? Yeah. We're going to make calls. And the people that we're calling don't know we're calling. So hopefully they're home. That's why your phone is in the middle of the table. Voice call. Yeah. Let's see what happens here. I'm calling my sister, Jean. (laughs) Hello. Hello. Hi, Jean. How are you? Hey, I'm good. How are you? Doing really well. I want to let you know you're on speakerphone. And oh, great. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Gene. Bet- Hi. Betsy is here, and you are I'm not on-, on the radio or anything, am I? Yes, oh, you're yes on the radio. You are. Surprise. <laughs> so, I wanted to talk about a Thanksgiving story that I think is one of my favorites, and it involves you guys, you and your husband. I think you had just started dating him, and he came uh-huh. for Thanksgiving. And what was mom okay. make? Do you remember this? He was getting ready to go. And I remember mom asked him as he's putting his shoes on if he'd ever had. <laughs> do you remember this? Yes. Mom asks Phil. Have you ever had sticky buns? Yes. Yes. Mom, mom looks at Phil. He's hunched over putting his shoes on. And she says, well, Phil, have you ever had sticky buns? <laughs> Phil looks at us and he looks like. Because I remember I fell down the breezeway steps because I was laughing. I was horrified at what she had just asked. I know. <laughs> That is such a great Thanksgiving memory. I know that feeling. Absolutely (laughs) hilarious. So, again, that's all I needed, Gene. So I'm going to let you go now. You just needed proof? Is that what I... (laughs) Well, because it's such an unusual thing. People are going to think that I'm making that up. I mean, what person in their right mind is going to ask somebody if they've ever had sticky bonds? My mom has done that. We call them that in my family. And so my mom has... Gene, I feel your pain. <laughs> anyway, that's all we needed. It was bad. It was, it was really funny. That was one of my favorite memories now. But yeah. At the time, it was horrifying. <laughs> well, he stuck with the family. Well, I guess. <laughs> yes, he couldn't go anywhere after that. <laughs> yeah. All right. Talk to you later. Bye. All right. Bye. Well, that's fun. I don't get yeah. to do that very often. No, no, you don't. I don't know that lots of people do that very often. <laughs> I hope that worked. But anyway, I knew that story would not seem true. Well. But it was. It would seem true to me only because I've been there. My mom has done that because we call them that in my family. And yeah, they're like cinnamon rolls, but like layered with all kinds of gooey stuff. Yeah, it's stuff like a caramely and... stuff. Some people call them monkey bread. So when pe- <laughs> when kids at school called them monkey bread, I'm like, what the heck is that? Or sticky pull apart bread. I'm like, let's oh, just yeah. call let's them sticky buns. Sticky buns. Easier. But looking at Phil, I just I, his face yeah. is always etched mm-hmm. in my memory. Yep. Just this horror, like. What are we talking about here? You know, yeah. he straightened up really fast. Yep. Anyway, mm-hmm. fun stuff. <laughs> Thanksgiving. You got to love getting together yeah. with family and who knows what anybody's going to say. <laughs> you never know what's going to happen. Hopefully everybody has some great <laughs> memories from this past one. We'll hope so. What are we talking about today? Uh, today, I assume that everyone has 
potentially started their Christmas shopping now since it is Small Business Saturday. And today we thought we'd give you some of the things that are on our list of great gifts that you could be looking into for those people on your list. Right. We're also going to be in the studio with Jeff Reitbild from Out of the Box Games talking about some of the best games and things that you should be looking at for Christmas this year. But right now, let's talk about a tool that we kind of discovered this week. It's a drill guide or a drill press stand for a hand drill. And it's something (laughs) that we've seen before, but never picked one up or never got our hands on one. Yeah. But this week, we had that opportunity. Mm-hmm. A guy was working in our shop, and he had this huge piece of plywood that he was drilling holes in or wanted to drill holes in to hold pegs for a church project. And you can't put something that large through the traditional drill press. You know, you're know, you not going to be able to get the ones that are in the center with that. And right, exactly. So he was trying to you know, put his hand drill in in at a very straight 90 degree angle and he said you know i had to contort my body a little bit to try to get them as straight as possible and it just they're always a little bit off and then you remembered that we had seen this tool and said well let's see if we can find you one and it's what under 40 bucks under 40 bucks we found it right and he had actually because i started explaining the tool that it's you know basically going to take your hand drill and Mm -hmm. turn it into a portable drill press that you can go anywhere with, which is exactly what the word portable (laughs) implies and (laughs) means. Right. (laughs) Anyway, and he said, well, I've got this. And he showed us this jig that he'd made out of wood. And he said, the problem is, even when he tries to do that, it still Mm -hmm. will every now and then go in on an angle. Right. So we thought, let's look this up. Let's see once how much this is first off. You know, Mm. maybe it's too much. Turns out it's 30 bucks. Yeah. Absolute no brainer. It's basically a metal stand with a handle. Mm -hmm. You put your drill into that. Yep. And then it's got a chuck that Mm -hmm. you can put, you know, it'll accommodate everything up to three eighths of an inch. Mm -hmm. And it's a keyed chuck, the particular one that we have. Right. But from that point on, it's, it's basically got a plunging uh, mechanism, mm-hmm. so you can move it around, secure it by holding the handle, yep. and then just plunge it into the wood, and you can get, the idea, is a 90-degree drill hole every single time. Right, and if you're looking for something that maybe is a different angle, maybe a 65-degree angle or a 45-degree angle, it also accommodates that. It does tilt, um, it has the mm-hmm. little markings for the different degrees right there, and so we did try it, and it does work really, really well, even at an angle. Right, and where would you use this kind of a thing? Well, mm-hmm. it's something definitely for out on a job site, you know, where you oh, can't yeah. haul a drill press out there. Mm-hmm. This might be a way to go. Yeah, it's We've seen people use it for uh, balusters, you know, on a stairway. Yeah. They want to put yeah. a railing up, yeah. and you can't pull the stair treads off, or they don't want to pull everything off and <laughs> right. run it through a drill press, right. but they need it to be a 90-degree hole, Right. This is a way to accomplish that. Mm-hmm. Now, when you look up and kind of look on the websites where they're selling these, yeah. what you're going to hear is, oh, you can basically turn your hand drill into a drill press. Mm-hmm. Yes and no. Yeah. You know, there is the concept that you're going to do a way better job with this than just eyeballing it with your hand drill. Right. But it's not a drill press. No, it's not. It's not going to be as thing. perfectly accurate, you know. And right. it, and the guy who worked on the stuff, the dowel rods and the mm-hmm. pegboard in the shop yeah. here said the same thing. Yeah. It was better than eyeballing it. It was better than the little jig that he had done. It's still not exactly perfect, but he thought that was operator error. Well, yeah. And some of it, it is just be. getting used to how to hold it down, how mm-hmm. to angle it. Yeah. We messed around with it and ran a bunch of test holes. 
And then I did it by hand, you mm-hmm. know, by eye, yeah. just trying to, you know, the little level or the yeah. little drill. Sometimes they have a level, yeah, yep. a bubble level right. embedded in the back of that so you can keep things straight. Right. And I did everything I could to drill the straightest holes mm-hmm. possible. Right. And then when we test them, they're honestly what I thought was straight just by doing yeah. it by hand. Yep. They were almost three or four degrees yeah. tilted. Whereas with this pretty much 90 degrees. Yeah, it was amazing. And the great thing about this particular one that we picked up is it's all metal construction. If you do think you want to go out and get one of these, make sure it's all metal and not plastic because you want it to have a little more weight to it and you want it to be nice and sturdy as you're pressing down. That's key because the ones that are reviewed poorly are ones that have a lot of plastic yeah. components. Right. It's, you know, for 30 bucks, this is pretty impressive for yeah. what you're going to get out of it. There are better ones out there Mm-hmm. You know, we saw one that was a hundred dollars yeah. and reviewed very well. Mm-hmm. And if you do a fair amount of drilling outside, or you know, you don't have a drill press, but you, you know, it's not going to completely replace a drill press, but right. it's certainly going to get you a long ways ahead of where you're at if you're just eyeballing this stuff. Well, and, and if, that might be something to consider. Picking I'm thinking up. if you had, you know, if you're a DIYer like me, and you don't really have a need for a drill press, but every now and again you just want that hole that you know is perfectly straight, or this on is an angle, look. or any of those controlled angles. Right. This is a really great tool. In expensive tool to go ahead and pick up that works with what you've already got. Right. The one that we grabbed was from a company called Milescraft mm-hmm. and really like it. The base is very smart. It's notched so that you can actually put a dowel rod or a piece yeah. of metal in there. It'll mm-hmm. hold it steady and in place. Well, you've got to hold it, but it notches or yeah. it slips into that notch and doesn't mm. roll around, which really stinks when that's <laughs> happening. Yes. The metal base is great. It can be screwed to a tabletop or it mm-hmm. could be screwed to another like a bigger jig that you make that yep. makes it even more stable. Yeah. There's just a lot of versatility to it. It's, you know, like we said, it's not replacing a drill press. Mm-hmm. We don't want to explain no. it that way, but it's for 30 bucks. Yeah. Really handy little tool to have in the workshop mm-hmm. and not everybody knows about them. Once again, it's a drill press stand for a hand drill or a drill guide jig. If you look up either one of those, yeah. you'll find what we're talking about. We'll put a link in the show notes. Well, and now everyone can get a little leg up for those DIYers and go out and buy one as a Christmas present. And speaking of Christmas presents, after a quick break, we're going to talk about some of the hottest games out there this year that you should be putting on your list to get kids this Christmas. Well, not just kids, Betsy. And adults. I would like a lot of these. (laughs) Okay. So childish adults and children. (laughs) And children. We've got your stuff. Right. That's coming up next. Stay tuned. Helping you turn your house into your dream home. This is the Repco Light Home Improvement Show, presented by Benjamin Moore on News Radio Wood 1300 and 1069 FM. And we're back. I'm Dan Hansen. And I'm Betsy Thompson. And for those of you who have not checked your calendar yet, it is Saturday. Well, more importantly, it is Small Business Saturday, which yes. means go out and support your local businesses. And to honor that, we are in the studio with Jeff Rietveld from Out of the Box Games, Toys, and Puzzles. Did I get all that correct? You did. All right. Jeff is the owner 
along with his wife, Hillary. I wanted to make sure we got Hillary's name in there. Shout out to Hillary because she couldn't be with us this morning. So um, we brought Jeff here to talk about some of the popular games that are out there for the holidays because we know a lot of people are out doing some Christmas shopping. It's the start of it. So, Jeff, we have quite the game collection on our table this morning. I'll take pictures, post in the show notes (laughs) because no one can see them. Jeff brought visual aids for the radio. (laughs) Yes, it's fantastic. I enjoy them. (laughs) (laughs) So, Jeff, what did you bring with you today? Oh, I brought a few different ones. Um, One of our bestsellers, probably potentially of all time, is Azul. We've had this one. I think we had it here on the show last year. It's still a mm-hmm. huge seller for us. They actually have a couple new versions now. Our favorite is Azul stained glass. You're basically making a stained glass window, and it is a lot of fun. Works well with anywhere from two to four people. So how does oh, it work? Now, the there's a tile one, right, Azul? That was the original one. Yep. You're making a tile floor, right? Correct. A mosaic floor. Mosaic floor. And you're basically drawing tiles in turns around from a big pile in the center. Basically, Basically, yes. Is the stained glass one work similarly? How you get the tiles is identical. You get them from the center, but how you play them onto the board is very different, and that's what makes it more unique. Okay. So what age range did you say that kind of falls into? They say eight and up. I mean, it really depends. If you have kids that play a lot of games, we can go a bit younger. Um, my son would have been great at it when he was six. <laughs> I have a daughter that maybe wouldn't have been quite so good at it even when she was 12. Can you cheat at that one? <laughs> Not that I know of, Okay. No. Well, I've got a daughter. We've talked about that before. Uh And Hannah, I know you're listening because you listen to all the episodes, but she is an amazing cheater. (laughs) We were talking about it before we went on the air with this, but it's almost like a magician Mm -hmm. what she can do. And and honestly, I don't even care about the cheating anymore because it's so amazing to watch her. You come to work and talk about that all the time. Yeah, I played this game with the kids last night, and Hannah cheated. I have no idea how she did it. It's like trying to figure out a magic (laughs) trick. But Azul, the kids love. I got to check out the. Stained glass. Yep. And now you said there's another one? Just came out last week called Summer Pavilion. You're making pavilions out in a field, basically. And again, you pull the tiles the exact same way, but how you play them on the board is completely different. Okay, so it's not like the same game recast or reskinned? If you have one, does it make sense to get the other one? I would say about half of our customers would have... Two, if not all three versions. Okay. Um, we tend to really like the stained glass one. Um, so we play that. We don't even play our original one anymore because we love the colors of the stained glass one even more than the original. Um, the pavilion, we haven't tried it. It's too new. We don't really get to play games until after Christmas when things gotcha. slow down for us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that all makes right. sense. All right. So Azul, yep. any of those three, we'll put all of this in the show notes yeah. as well. A-Z-U-L. What's the next one? A little game called Welcome to... This it looks is, intriguing. Yeah, this is a, a fascinating one. You're actually writing on on your score pads, basically. You are designing a neighborhood. <laughs> and as you're getting the different houses and you're giving them addresses and the different types of houses and different little improvements on the street, um, you add them to your board. You just color them. You write them right in. And at the very end of the game, whoever does the best job based on what it takes to get the points wins the game. So it, it looks like it's a 1950s kind of a feel it to does. it. Mm-hmm. They kind of make it look like you're trying to design... Like like the suburbs in the 50s, yes. Oh, okay. And they have little expansions. So an example is, you know, this is, I think that's the summer little expansion. It just gives you the same game, but it's just a little set of pads that you can then play a different version of it on. And they have a few different ones like that. Am I reading this correctly? One to a hundred people? <laughs> 
<laughs> there are 100 papers in there, so you could technically play with everybody all at once. One I would game, not recommend use up it. all of your <laughs> yes. all of your score pads. Yes, that seems like a lot of people. I wouldn't play with that many. I don't have that many friends. No. <laughs> so, have you played that one yet? Oh yes, yeah, okay. very good game. Very good. Game. I recommend laminating the sheets, and then you don't oh, go through the sheets. White, or a, yeah, a just white use a dry erase marker, and um, then you'll have the sheets forever. That's a good idea. How about the cheating on that one? Well, you are writing it all in. That's so. true. Oh. Hannah, looks like we found a great Christmas present for you. <laughs> one shall win every time. What is that one price out at? That it's was a, $25. $25. Bucks. Azul pushes around 40 50. Okay, 40 Yeah. Oh, I would have guessed 50 So hmm. a nice little price point there. Yeah. So that's, that second one was Welcome To. Welcome. It's technically called Welcome To Your Perfect Home. Oh, Welcome To Your Perfect Home. Wow, that's like the perfect game for our show. Well, <laughs> welcome to your perfect home. Someday we're going to have Jeff on. Yeah, to talk about some <laughs> some experiences that you've had, but we're not going to do that today. Speaking about perfect homes, yeah. What's next? Tiny towns. This is a newer game. A bit quicker, about 45 minutes. Hmm. Uh, what you're doing in tiny towns is you're putting out these little resources on your little 4x4 four four board, and each little cube is a different color, and based on where the cubes go, if you get the right pattern of cubes, a building plops down, and you get points for that at the end of the game. So what are the resources? What are we talking about? What do they represent? Uh, is it a farming kind of a thing? Yeah, I mean, wood or metal, you'll notice here, you know, a tailor needs mm. yellow blue and two gray. The gray are stone, yellow, I don't remember. I think the blue is cloth. And basically, once you have them in this orientation on your board, you pick up all the cubes and you put the building in its place. And at the very end, you want to try to fill up your board and do the best. And the buildings themselves are worth points. Okay, so you get points based on the types of buildings you're creating. Where they are in relation to each other, if you can get a lot more of a particular kind of building, etc. So... All right. It's a good, you know, about a 45-minute game. Um, It does go up to six people, which is great with us having four kids. We love it when games can go up to that much. Mm -hmm. It can be a little hard to find. How does it move speed-wise? You know, we've got a couple of games where they can just bog down. Yeah, it'll hold a bunch of people. It'll say it'll go 45 minutes, but... Sometimes the turns become so long. The first time I played this, it was about 45 minutes. Uh, the second time, we were probably down more like 35 minutes. And once you got to know it, we're typically 30 or under. Some players are slow and will just make games take a little longer. Um, but I've never had one go over an hour in this one. All right. You're only doing a few little things on your turn so it doesn't bog down typically. All right. So Tiny Towns, that price is out in the... 40 as 40 well. range, okay. 40 wow. tends to be okay. very popular nowadays with some games coming out over $100. Right. Well, and that's a lot easier to swallow. Jeff, there are a number of games that we want to continue to talk about. Could you hang with us over the break and we'll pick it up on the other side? Yes. All right. We'll be back in the studio with Jeff Rietveld from Out of the Box Games, Toys and Puzzles in just a minute. Stay tuned. DIY skills up a rung. The Repco Like Home Improvement Show is here to give you a boost on News Radio Wood 1300 and 1069 FM. And we're back mm-hmm. living the American dream. <laughs> right? Yes, yes, we are. Shall we say we're fueling the American dream? Uh, Can we say that? Can I say that? Can I say that I am fueling? Everybody, how how? Well, am technically, I you can say that. I can say a lot. Of I stuff, just don't I? know that everyone's going to believe that. <laughs> Do you think anybody will believe that? Um. Well, 
your really dedicated fans will. So your children, <laughs> you, your mom. Okay, thank you. Yeah, I didn't even know that mom's a really dedicated fan. We, I was talking to her this past Saturday. She came to the house. Thanks, mom. And yeah. helped me rake up a bunch of leaves. Aww. And thanks, dad. Because dad went home and got his gas-powered weed whip Ooh. and chopped down everything that was still alive outside <laughs> At my house. So your yard is now barren. Carnage. Absolute (laughs) carnage. But it's all cleaned up. Anyway, they were there and I was talking about the show that had just finished airing Mm -hmm. and I referenced something and mom got this look on her face and she looked down and she said, I missed it this morning. I was doing blah, 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 which was very important. And you know what? It wasn't important. (laughs) And I didn't want to tell her that. It was to her. Even to her, she knew it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was. So I don't yeah. think I'd say she's my greatest fan okay. or one of them. Well, we'll just go back she to your likes children me then. All right. Mm-hmm. So I'm fueling the dream for my children. Right. Let's just say yes. And everybody else, hopefully, you get something. Well, out of you this. know, the, I'm guessing that the last segment and this segment are fueling the dreams for your children because well, the things we're talking about are, you know, I'm guessing some of them might un- end up under your Christmas tree this year. Right. Well, that's every potential for that. We're right. in the studio with Jeff Reitfield from Out of the Box Games in Zealand. Jeff, and you've got a place in Kentwood. Kentwood, yep. And you also do escape rooms. We do. Which, which are really cool, by the really way. Really cool. If you haven't done one, well, you need and we got to put a link to our experience because we went and did one and <laughs> so completely bombed out. Yeah. I don't even want to know where we're, we're at now. We're due back to go oh. and retry. Like, we could probably do the same one <laughs> and still stink yep. at it. Uh-huh. But anyway, there's so many different games there, and the ranges, you know, yeah. it's huge. You've got everything from. You know, some of what we often think of as, you know, classic games, mm-hmm. you know, Monopoly and things like that. I've seen a right. few, oh, but yeah. you really focus on, you know, some of these mm-hmm. very advanced games. And yet there, there's so many components, so many fun things going on. You know, a lot of people, I'll talk to my parents and, you know, we love to play board games mm-hmm. at home. I'll tell them right. and they pull up their nose because their idea of board games is, you know, these horrible mm-hmm. drawn out games of sorry or whatever and maybe some people like that so right. i apologize to those people <laughs> but mom and dad have no concept about some of the strategies and the fun that happens in some of these so i really like that tiny towns yeah. idea that's kind of fun what next well this is another one that i know dan your family likes everdell yeah. definitely one of our favorites in our family you're basically playing little woodland creatures there's an expansion that came out for it this year we are adding I don't know, turtles and frogs and kind of a cutesy theme, but a lot of decisions. This is a game that can drag out a bit. I mean, this is a good hour and a half for the most part when we play it. So, But there's so many things to, to do in it. And mm-hmm. I don't think you've seen this one, Betsy, but you've got all no. these little... It's a it's a worker placement game yes. to some extent. So and what that mm-hmm. means is you've got these little figures, you know, and they're they're woodland figures. So you've some look like squirrels, right? Porcupines. Porcupines. Okay. These little cute little yeah. wooden things. Right. And you start with a certain number of them, mm-hmm. and you can do certain things. So you can put one here to gather wood. Okay. You know, because yeah. there's all these different things on the board, all these different resources, and all the resources are beautiful, mm-hmm. right? Because you've yeah. got little little logs, little, logs little berries. And, mm-hmm. and the berries are like kind of a little bit squishy. Yep. They look like little blueberries. <laughs> They're really cool. So you can go and you can decide what do you mm-hmm. want to do. And it's really fun because there's like eight bazillion options, it feels like. And you've only got two people that you can put out in the beginning. And mm-hmm. which do I do? And and the resources then you use to build certain things. So you got to decide, do I want the logs and the stones or do I want to go a different way? And, right. and it changes every single time you play it. And that's what's fun about most of these. Mm-hmm. 
right, Jeff? Oh, I would yeah, assume absolutely. most of these, it's always different. It's not like the same old game every single time. People can fall into strategies, mm-hmm. yeah, but yet you can combat that as well. It's just constantly different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, most of these have different, you basically draw cards to say how the end game scoring works. And that helps people not get locked into strategies quite as much because now I need to do more of this or now I need to do more of something else. So it is these games and things like that are such a great alternative to things like video games. I mean, Mm -hmm. because the kids love video games, too. And I've always loved video games as well. And there's a place for those. Right. But this is so fun when you're sitting around a table watching the children cry. (laughs) Because somebody's losing. You know, that just warms my heart. Well, you know what? I have always found, as you've talked about games, because you talk about them quite a bit. I blather on and on. Yes. Well, I grew up with things like Monopoly and the life or whatever, the game of life and things like that. And it's just, it's the same old game every time. But what I like about so many of these games that Jeff has is they have those expansion packs, which I find I never heard of that until mm-hmm. I met you and Jeff. And then I'm like, oh, expansion pack. What the heck is that? And it's the same game, but it's like reinvented with the stuff you have or it makes it better or right. just a little bit different. I just think that's, a different way to play it. Yeah. There's this extra thing. So it's not like once you've invested, you know, you buy Everdell. But then this new expansion comes out and it yeah. changes the game. Yes. You don't have to play it with the expansion all the time. But if you want to, it feels different. New components come in. It's really fun. Yeah, those kinds of games are cool to check out. So, Jeff, you've got those games. We're going to put a link on our show notes mm-hmm. for all of those. Yeah. You've got all kinds of stuff. Just you know, tell us about your store briefly because you cover a lot of stuff in there. We do. We carry about 1,000 games in stock, give or take. Um, and games are really our passion. That's what sort of started the store for us. But we do a lot of toys, a lot of crafts, a lot of puzzles. Probably have the biggest puzzle selection in Michigan. And I as far would say as toys so. and crafts, we are, I mean, we're definitely the biggest toy store in the area. We just, we love selling fun things. And then you've got the, the escape rooms in both look. Or is we, we have three escape rooms in Zealand right now. We're yeah. in the process of planning one for Kentwood. And we actually just started up an escape bus. So we actually have a mobile room that we can oh take my on location <gasps> now. <gasps> that we, sounds We <sighs> purchased an old um, Red Cross blood book drive bus. <laughs> and we've turned it into a mad scientist thing. You've been kidnapped by a mad scientist when you've right. gone to go donate blood. We don't drive with you in it. <laughs> they don't like that. Um, oh, but we wow. can take it on location. We've, we've gone to the Allendale Fall Fair. We went to Pumpkin Fest in Zealand. We've done a few others. Uh, Makatawa Bank has had us, and we go in and we set it up there, and we can run it all day for for teams to come on out. Um, manufacturers tend to really like escape rooms for uh, mm-hmm. for team building. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, Our I, experience, I, I don't know. I guess I would say it was somewhat team building. You know, we all... Failed together. Misery pulls people together because we just failed so miserably. But that whole thing is fun. If people want to do that over the break, whether it's that or any of the um, uh, escape rooms that you've got, they should make appointments, right? Oh, absolutely. Especially this time of year, we get very busy as we get into Christmas parties and such. Most most days come December, we'll be booked solid for Fridays and Saturdays. If you've never done anything like that, you got to check those mm-hmm. out. It, yeah. The games, you guys have a rental system where you'll rent out games. Yep. You got a membership program that's really great. Yep, yeah, where you can get discounts, you can get free game rentals. Yeah, all of that. And then you have game nights at your locations, correct? We do. Thursday and nights are is our main um, game night in Zealand. 
I usually leave at about 2.30 in the morning when the last oh, group is done. And, and Kentonwood Wednesday nights are our primary game night. They, they try to wrap up by one. Wow. <laughs> I really can't re- – it's my favorite store. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it's my favorite yes. fun store. Yes. You know, I love to go there. So many interesting things. I mm-hmm. love to go and just tool around, see yeah. what's new. And the staff is extremely knowledgeable. They'll walk you through how the games work and help you figure out if it's right for you and your family. The rentals, you can try them first. We've made use of that a number of times in my own home. Can't recommend them enough. Jeff, how do they get more information if they're looking for that right now? Uh, Our our website, maybe one of the best places, www.ootbgames.com. Or they can always call us or stop in. All right. And you've got great hours, too. Yes, 10 to 10, Monday through Saturday this time of year. 10 to 10. Wow. Yeah. That's a long day. Jeff Reitfeld from Out of the Box Games, Toys, and Puzzles. Thanks for being here. Thank you. Now, don't go too far, because coming up next, I've made my list. I've checked it twice. I can't speak for Dan. Who knows if he made a list at all. But <laughs> I'm <I'll>... <laughs> making my list right now. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. After the break, I'll give you my list, and Dan will attempt to, of all the really cool gifts that you can give this year. That's next. Stay tuned. If you want to take your DIY skills up a rung, the Repco Light Home Improvement Show is here to give you a boost on News Radio Wood 1300 and 1069 FM. Well, welcome back, everybody. Betsy, mm-hmm. welcome back. Why, thank you. I'd like to congratulate you on your choice of co host uh-huh. for this show. I thought you, you were going to a... congratulate me on my list that I made. No, I have no idea what your list is. No. Nor do I even care because my list is so good, so brilliant. Mm. That it's going to make yours pale in comparison. Mm. What we're talking about, yeah, we'll find out. What we're talking about. (laughs) Yes. It's the holiday season. Uh Whether we like it or not, we generally feel compelled to give gifts to people. Right. And sometimes that's a struggle. Yeah. And if you're practical like me, Mm -hmm. you like to give stuff that people will like, but you also want to give something that's going to be used. Yeah. Except for my daughter, Maddie, who I will gladly give her anything just because she likes really crazy stuff. I gave her a sweatshirt, a sweater mm-hmm. for her birthday yeah. that had, let me see if I can remember this right. It was Santa riding a llama through space. Was it a llama or a unicorn? I think you sent me a picture. I think it was a unicorn. Was it a unicorn? I, I think can't remember. So. I gave her llama socks. That's what it was. Oh, it was a unicorn. Okay. okay. There's no practical value to that. <laughs> but Maddie thinks that stuff's great. So yeah, well. this stuff leans more towards being practical. Yes. And we thought we'd highlight some of the things that we, at least my list, is stuff mm-hmm. that we've made so much use out of this year mm-hmm. that I know my life this year would have been significantly less amazing had these things not been there. Oh, see, I have like three practical things and two not so practical things. Oh, you've got five. Well, I'm going to have to wing this one. Well, that's only because I have two things that, you know, are not super expensive. So that's why. All right. We'll get Mm -hmm. to them. Let's just get to the things. Okay. Let's start with lower end items price-wise. Yeah. And what's your first thing? Well, mine... Betsy's must-have Christmas present. The two things that you can put together to equal under $20, so you could give them separately or together, um, is an LED-lighted beanie. So it has the little... what? LED-lighted beanie. So it's like... No respectable dude is going to walk... Is it cool? Well, yes. I'm... 
you know, when I saw this, I was actually thinking of your little adventure with that raccoon under your deck. And I'm thinking, wouldn't it have been so much better if you could wear the light oh, on your head? That and if is it's true. cold outside, don't you want your ears to be warm? I do. But with the light on, he's going to know exactly where I'm at. Well, yes, but you're also going to be able to see him before he attacks you. So <laughs> yeah, I was juggling a lot of things. Juggling a flashlight can be a pain. Right. Now, I, Lighted I've, beanie. I've not seen the beanie. My son is an electrical apprentice, and that's yeah. going to play out into this conversation. Mm-hmm. Caleb, he's doing that. My daughter yeah. Maddie went to school. Caleb's doing that, learning mm-hmm. to trade. And one of the very first things that the guys told him to buy was a headlamp. Yeah. And I giggled about that because mm-hmm. my old neighbor used to mow his yard. In the dark? In the dark. <laughs> you know, he'd mow up the leaves and stuff, and uh-huh. he'd have his headlamp on, right. and it was always a little funny. But incredibly handy. Your yeah. hands are free. You can do what right. you need to. So how does that combine? What's the other thing that you said combines with The it? other thing that um, I found really cool were some utility gloves that are actually screen utility gloves. So you can still use your phone, you know, if you're outside okay. doing something and you want to look up a video on your phone and then you don't have to take off your gloves, things like that. Yep. And those are like under $7 for those. And the little hat was under 11 So, so I was on the roof this past weekend uh-huh. getting my gutters cleaned yeah. out. And I wanted to take pictures because I thought this is perfect yeah. for the show. I have gloves on. Mm-hmm. I almost fell off the roof trying to do social media. Yeah. So, <laughs> so see, these gloves yeah. would have been absolutely perfect. All right. A lifesaver. Mm-hmm. Well, my thing maybe isn't as flashy or as unusual. Okay. But it's something Caleb came home with the other day. Yeah. And he had picked it up. It's a Klein 11-in-1 multi-bit screwdriver. And at first I thought, you know, he was going on and on about how cool this was. Right. And, oh, okay, okay. It's it's kind of weird that Caleb is going on and on about tools. <laughs> it's really fun. Right. But anyway, he starts showing me and I thought, okay, I've seen, you know, these mm. multi-bit screwdrivers before. No big deal. Yep. Well, the 11 in 1 is really cool because mm-hmm. as he started showing me what it will do, it kind of won me over. So first right. off, it's not just a Phillips head bit and a slotted bit. Mm-hmm. It's also got the Torx bits, which are the star screws, Mm -hmm. and it's also got the square bits. Oh, even better. Yes. So you've got four different types of bits, Mm -hmm. two different sizes for each one. On top of that, as you pull them out and swap things around, you've got three different nut drivers, you know, on the hex shaft of this thing. So you can drive quarter inch hex nuts Mm -hmm. or or screws, I mean, and five sixteenths and three eighths. Wow. When I was working on my air conditioner this past fall fixing mm-hmm. that, I had a very, very, very modest version of one of these. Mm-hmm. And it came in so handy being able to pop the bit out, use the yeah. nut driver, pop the bit back in. Mm-hmm. Caleb's, it just covers even more things. It's 15 bucks. The one that we like is mm-hmm. a Klein 11 in 1. Right. That's what I recommend for that tier. Yes. Moving up. What's your next one? The next tier, I'm going to go with like the under $50 or around $50 range. And I found this really cool wireless endoscope. So you know how you hire somebody. Is that for trying to figure out if you've swallowed something? No, it's for What is an endoscope? Endoscopy? <laughs> well, is that a medical procedure? Yes, but that's not what this is for. At least I hope not. It's basically a waterproof snake that has a little camera at the end. And so you can see into areas, really small spaces where you can't see what's going on, you mm-hmm. know, perhaps down your sink, what went down there, or in between walls or something. It oh, that has is an app for your smartphone. Cool. 
it's really cool. It's like a 33-foot-long cable, so you can snake it in there and see what's going on. So I could put it down my chimney uh-huh. when yeah. I'm doing the chimney cleaning. Uh-huh. It's got a flashlight on the end. Did you say that? Because I was busy Googling endoscopy because I wanted to make sure it wasn't a colonoscopy. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> both of those are dramatically different right. experiences. Neither one's great. Some but, of them have flashlights. Some of them don't. So okay, it just you'd want to get one with a flashlight, I would yes. assume. Yes. That would be super handy. Yeah. You are way smarter than my – my list is not as good as your list. Um, well, although what I, I picked for this tier level yeah. – and it's kind of cheating because okay. this could be more expensive. It could be mm. less expensive. But well, it, yeah. I love the tough-built tool belts yes. with that clip tech technology. We've mm-hmm. talked about it on the show before, yeah. but it's basically just your common tool belt. Mm-hmm. But rather than static, pre-designed pouches – these are completely adjustable. Yeah. You can customize it in whatever way you want. You can buy little components, you know, different pouches, different things like that that will clip on. And you can, like we said, customize these tool belts to exactly what you want. And the thing that we loved about them when we talked about them the last mm-hmm. time is that there are um, little racks or little tracks that yeah. you can yep. get for your workbench. And you can put them on the wall and then you can take these tool belts off. And clip them right to that track on the wall. Right. So you can basically use them on your wall Mm -hmm. as tool storage and then swap them, grab them as you need them. They're not terribly expensive for each component. Right. And you could use them for all kinds of different things. You could have gardening tools in Mm -hmm. one and that's what you use. Or sprinklers, you know, underground sprinkling stuff. When I've got to fix that, I'll grab that particular Mm -hmm. component and clip it on. There's all kinds of different components. Caleb bought this yeah. when he started this electrical apprenticeship mm-hmm. and the electrician's module for this mm-hmm. he absolutely loves. I was talking to him about it this morning because I wanted his feedback. He's been using it for almost six months now. What's he think of it? Mm-hmm. And he loves it. And his favorite part about that whole thing is that that electrician's one has a kickstand. So uh, he can yeah. pop it off of his belt, fold out that stand, right. that flap, yep. and stand it up. Yeah. So he can remove it for easy use and then just stand it there and draw from it as necessary. So That's tough a good build one. I do tool love belts that. with the clip tech mm-hmm. technology. A little bit heavy. Yeah. But really, most tool belts are anyway. Right. Especially when they're loaded up. Love those things. Yes. Now, my last gift that is like the $100-ish range, so it's over 50 but maybe less than 100 is actually something really strange. You know, Grand Rapids is known as like the beer city or whatever. And... I have a St. Bernard, and she has a whiskey barrel that I hang around her neck. And so I love these whiskey-making kits. You get the little barrel, and you get the stuff to put in there. It's just a fun little kind of unique, quirky thing. Instead of the whole beer-making thing, maybe step outside of that and try something new. All right. That's pretty slick. Yeah. The thing I picked was was an impact driver. Oh, yeah. We talk about them all the time. Boring, maybe, but not when you get one and need one. We've used that all year long, over and over again. It's better than using a drill Mm -hmm. to drive screws. It's made to drive screws. It does it remarkably well. We've got links in the show notes to some that we think are really good. You can get them for under 100 bucks. Yeah. Super. Absolutely. And that's all the time we've got. Yes. Hopefully, everybody is primed and ready for the season, and most importantly, hopefully we just enjoy the family time because that's what really matters. And get out there and support your and small done. businesses today. Yeah. Small Business Saturday. Support them. Buy local. Exactly. I'm Dan Hansen. And I'm Betsy Thompson. Remember, if you're about to lose your DIY sanity, we can help you fix that crazy. And we'll help you make sure you secure that title as the gift-giving guru 
of your family. Well, yeah, if you follow our list, you can't go wrong. Can't go wrong. Thanks for listening.